This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Calling all adventure fans. Calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by. Dick Tracy is on the air. The makers of Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, those two delicious nourishing cereals that are shot from guns, now bring you another thrilling Dick Tracy detective adventure. And there go the big guns, reminding us all that puffed wheat and puffed rice actually are shot from guns right in the Quaker plant. Nourishing grains of sun-ripened wheat and rice are loaded into the guns, and then they're exploded to eight times their normal size. That's what makes puffed wheat and puffed rice so specially easy to digest, so that you get their trigger-fast food energy much more quickly and easily. And that's important if you want to think fast and act fast like Dick Tracy does. And if you're a loyal Dick Tracy fan and friend, check up on the pantry at least twice a week to make sure there's always some puffed wheat or puffed rice there. Look to see at the end of today's program. And if there isn't one of those famous red and blue packages in the pantry now, ask Mother to order some from the grocer's. She's sure to be glad when you remind her of something so specially good for breakfast. And then you and mother and dad can join the thousands of happy families who enjoy Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice every day. And be sure you have your pencil and paper ready for today's secret messages. Get them now. When Dick Tracy closed the case involving the Baron and the substratosphere airplane plans, he paid a visit to Scotland Yard, and here the great detective found a new mystery. Dryden Small, the well-known Egyptologist, was returning to America with certain treasures which he had discovered in the ancient tomb of Tuctamino. Small had reason to believe that someone was trying to kill him, and Tracy was asked to protect him on the voyage to America. Sitting in Small's cabin the first night out, Dick and Pat were startled to see a strange face peering in at their window. Mr. Tracy! What's the matter, Small? What's wrong? Look, there, the window. The man with the yellow face. The what? Dick, great Scott, look. That awful face at the window. It's gone now. Come on, Pat, we've got to find out who it is. Yes, and why are we standing through that window? Oh, don't leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. We'll be back in a moment. Here, through this door, Pat. That'll bring us out on deck. I don't see anyone. No, neither do I. We'd probably waste our time if we tried to find out who it was now. It's got too much of a head start, and it's too dark to recognize anyone. Come on, we might as well get back to the cabin. There are a few questions I want to ask Dryden Small. You know, Dick, there's something about that tomb, Dick Robert, that I don't like. We're here to protect him, not to make a friend of him, Pat. What I want to know is why he was so secretive. He hasn't told us the whole story by any means, Pat. What's your theory, Dick? What do you think he's trying to conceal? Well, I'm I'm not sure. But I think perhaps he stole something from Tutankhamul's tomb, something which might be considered very sacred. And those who consider it so are trying to get it back. That's only a wild guess. Well, it doesn't sound so wild to me. Well, Mr. Small... We couldn't find a trace of your friend with the yellow face. Mr. Tracy, I must say I'm surprised. You promised me protection and then you run off and leave me alone. Why, I, I might have been murdered. Oh, nonsense. We were nearby. Nothing could have happened to you. I wish you wouldn't treat this so lightly. You may not realize it, Mr. Tracy, but I'm in very serious danger. I don't treat any of my obligations lightly, Mr. Small. I tell you, the people who are after me are very clever. Not only that, but they have at their command all the forces of evil and black magic. Oh, so it's black magic now, yes. is it? Black magic and worse, perhaps. A curse has been set on me. I know it. I feel it. I'll never escape from it. Never. Small. 
Precisely what are you taking back to the States with you? Not a great deal. Some ancient pots and utensils used by the pharaohs, a fragment of the great seal, and also the mummy of Tutankhamun's second son. The mummy is stored in the hull of a ship, isn't it? Yes, yes. And uh, what else are you bringing back with you? I, nothing, nothing but those things I told you about. Are you sure of that? You don't believe me, do you? To put it bluntly and briefly, no. You think I'm holding back something from you, eh? Well, I'm not. I'm not, you hear? I've told you everything, everything. I don't know why they want to get me any more than, than you do. But I know they're after me, and you've got to help me. I'm not so sure of that. I'm not so sure that I'm not going to rid myself completely of all responsibility in this case. What? What do you mean? I'll take the trouble to explain for the last time. When you go to a detective and ask his protection, you've got to tell that detective just what you're afraid of and what he's got to protect you against. Now, Mr. Small, don't withhold any information from me, because in this case, too, it may mean the difference between life and death. I, I've told you everything. I, I swear it. Who is the man in the yellow, the yellow face? I don't know. I don't know any more about him than you do. From the way you spoke of him, you've seen him before. The man with the yellow face, you said. Do you know him, Small? Have you seen him before? Yes. Yes, I have. You were right all the time, Dick. He was holding something back. Where did you see him before? Several times in Cairo and once in London. I don't understand it. I'm not sure I know how to explain it. But it seems I saw him every time I received one of those scarabs. Those scarabs which mean death and destruction for those who receive them. And the only time I saw him in London was at the theatre. The usher handed me a program as I came in. When I opened it, there, folded in between its leaves, was one of the scarabs. At that very moment, I, I happened to look up at the boxes. And looking down at me was the man with the yellow face. What else do you know of the man with the yellow face? Well, that's all. I don't believe you, Mr. Small. You know who he is, and you know what he wants. I tell you... Now, let me warn you once again. If anything happens to you... You'll have only yourself to blame. Because when you had the chance, you wouldn't tell us everything you know. And now, shall we go down to dinner? Coffee, sir? Oh, yes, please. By the way, Small, do you still carry that pearl-handled pistol? Yes, and I shall never part with it. If you ask me, it's much too dainty to be any good. I'm afraid it isn't very much to depend on. This pearl-handed revolver has been with me a long time, Mr. Tracy. I intend to hold on to it. Hello. The lights have gone out. Dynamo must have failed or something. Certainly pitch black in here. Mr. Tracy! Tracy! In the name of heaven! Small! Small! Where are you? He's struggling with someone. Help! Tracy! Help! I can get my hands on whoever it is that... Ah! Got him! Give me a hand here, Pat. It's so dark, can't see a thing. I've got hold of someone. Well, can't see who it is. There go the lights. They're on again. Small... Oh. Why, why, I was holding you all the well, time. Who do you think you were holding? Well, all I could do in the dark was to reach out and grab. My, my throat, it, it hurts. Someone tried to choke me. Yes, yes, there are marks in your throat, all right. Well, grabbing hold of me did one thing anyway. It scared him off. Yes, yes, Small. This time he was scared off. I wonder if I'll always get to you in time. I can't protect you from something that's nameless, you know. Something you won't tell us about. I've told you everything. Now, look here, Small. Tonight, you had an example of what might happen. And apparently you're still unconvinced that telling me everything you know is the only sensible thing to do. Now, for the last time, will you talk up? Well, how about it? I've, I've told you the whole truth. Very well. I've done my duty. I've warned you.
quiet, Dick. Oh, hello, Pat. Where have you been? Walking about on deck? Yeah. Isn't it a beautiful night? Yes, I suppose it is. Yeah, he met a girl strolling about on deck. Uh, Miss Forster, her name is. Oh, boy, what a girl. She's swell platinum hair and... Uh, say, say, what's the matter with you? Huh? Oh, nothing, nothing. You got something on your mind? Yes, yes, Pat. And his name is Dryden Small. Where is our friend Small? Or should I say our small friend? In there. Asleep? Reading in bed, I think. Pat, I'm more than ever convinced that he's keeping something from us. Hey, Dick, maybe the guy's on the level. Maybe we're just imagining things. Maybe someone is trying to get hold of some of the things he took from Tarankamal's tomb. Small says they're very valuable. They're valuable, all right. And that's one part of his story, I believe. But whatever the man with the yellow face is after, there's more than just a few trinkets taken from Tarankamal's tomb. Well, I wouldn't spend too much time worrying about it. Our job is to see that Dryden Small reaches America safely. Once he puts foot on American soil, our job is done. No, Pat. I'm afraid it isn't as simple as all that. Well, why do you say that, Dick? I've been telling Dryden Small that unless he tells me everything, I'm going to give up all responsibility for his safety. Of course, I'm not going to do that. Either while he's on this boat or after he lands. But if he doesn't cooperate, why should you bother with him? I've got to stay with Dryden Small until I'm sure that he's out of harm's way. We've had to protect uncooperative people before. You know, Dick, there's something about this whole business that gives me the creeps. Oh, it's not as bad as all that, Pat. When we were chasing Max Gold or the Baron, we had something we could get our hands on. But what have we got here? Nothing but a face seen at the window. A figure that strikes in the dark. Yeah, Dick, I don't like it. Well, I'm not exactly delighted myself, Pat. But we policemen have to learn one thing. Not to turn away when there's an unpleasant job to do. Doing the things we like to do is simple. Doing the things we don't like to do that proves whether or not we're men capable of holding down a man-sized job. Uh, I guess you're right as usual. And I'm glad you jacked me up. Oh, uh, look, Dick. It's uh, my turn to sit up with Small tonight, but uh, I was thinking that maybe... Yes, Pat? Well, you know, the girl I met on deck, Miss Uh Forster, I said I'd meet her in the ballroom for a few dances at 10.30, and, (laughs) well, I sort of wondered if... All right, (laughs) Go ahead. How will you get back? Ah, thanks, Dick. I won't be very late. Yeah? What is it, Small? Come into my bedroom one moment. There's something I want to show you. What's the matter with you, man? Hey, come, come. He sure looks funny to me, Dick. All right, come along, Pat. In here. Look. The wall above my bed. Holy mackerel, Dick. Look. Someone's writing a message on the wall. Look, it's being written right before our eyes. Do you see it, too? I thought I was going crazy. It's an invisible hand writing something on the wall. I can't escape it, and you can't help me. This thing is too big for us. It's too powerful. Oh, the saints preserve us. Uh, take it easy, you two. Let's see what the invisible hand is writing. There. There, it's evidently finished. Yes. And look what it has written. Your hour is at hand. Your end is near. The black pearl of Osiris must shine again. Yes, yes. And look, there on the floor, it's another scarab, Tracy. Another scarab. What is the meaning of the strange message on the wall? And how is it written? It's a puzzler, all right. But now it's time for the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol Meeting, the makers of Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice, the specially delicious nourishing cereals that are shot from guns, invite you to attend. The 19th meeting will now come to order, and today the members of the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol congratulate the Boy Scouts of America on their 28th anniversary. Let's all stand at attention, patrol members, as a tribute to that great boys' organization. 
Boy Scouts of America, we salute you. Fine, Junior. And now, patrol members, have you got a pencil and paper ready for the special secret code message? All right, Junior, let's have the message. Here it is. Prisoner 25-9-3-20-11. Did you get it? I'll repeat it again just to make sure. Ready? It's prisoner 25 9 3 20 11 26 21 18 17 16 20 8 16 3 8 18 15 4 now you can decode that secret message with your Dick Tracy secret code book. And remember what it says, patrol members, it's important. You know, Dick Tracy wants you to be as good as he is at decoding messages. So we're sending you a secret message every day this week. Be sure you have your code book, a pencil and some paper handy every day when you tune in on Dick Tracy. And listen, if you don't have a code book, join the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol now so you won't miss all the swell secret detective activities and good times. Now, here's all you do to get your secret code book, your patrol pledge, and special badge. Just tear the tops off two packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice or one of each. Be sure it's the top panel that says, Three Wrappings Guard Its Crispness. Then mail the two box tops with your name and address to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. And you have the time of your life in the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol. So ask Mother to get you some Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice at the grocer's. Remember, they're the two delicious, nourishing cereals that are shot from guns to give you trigger-fast food energy. Calling all adventure fans. Calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at this same time. That is all. (laughs) 